0: Did you guys uh, watch that video that's, that, that went viral of, from that CNN commentator talking about Baltimore and Trump's comments about Baltimore? Okay. I'll try and remember to post it on the Lehigh Instagram on the stories so that you guys can see it later. But essentially it is... I think he worked for President Obama. And um, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But when some of my friend texted to me, that's what she said. And it's this person who grew up in Baltimore and is now working for CNN, and he gave his very, very personal reaction to Trump's latest comments, which I don't know if you've heard them, and if you haven't, I don't know where you've been, (laughs) or what you've been doing, Um, but they're horrible and they're racist and it's super upsetting. And the thing that this commentator does that I think is very instructive is that he leans in really heavily um, to vulnerability, Right? and he talks about how it, the neighborhood that Trump is speaking of that he says that is rat infested and no human being would want to live there is actually filled with human beings that are his family, right? that are the people he grew up with, that are his parents, that are raising their children, that are going to work, that are just living their lives as human beings, right? Um, and then at the end, he starts to cry, like on air, which is whenever a public figure does that, when they're speaking so vulnerably instantaneously, you know how you can feel it in your body and then you start to cry. So it's very effective, right? And I was thinking about this in terms of um, yoga, of course, because that's what I think about. And I went back to the Bhagavad Gita, um, which I've been really into for the past couple of months. I've been reading it without any sort of commentary and just letting it hit... Um, my body and my heart and my mind and my spirit and my intellect like on my own you know without having like another person's opinion influence it and it's been very powerful practice for me and there's a part it's in um, section three where we've kind of defined yoga and we've talked about the experience of what yoga feels like of that feeling you know that feeling in yoga class that you get where you're like oh my gosh I'm here I'm in my body And I'm not thinking about my grocery list, and I'm not thinking about that thing that I did wrong. And I feel connected to myself, but also to the other people in this room and to my life in this larger way, which is why a lot of us come, right? But what I think can happen in spiritual communities is that we leave it at that. And then we go out into the world, and we're like, that was awesome. And we become sort of experience addicts rather than um, servants of the practice. Right? And there's a word in yoga called seva. Um, I wrote it down so I wouldn't mess it up. But it's actually a com- a compound word in Sanskrit. And um, this, it's from saha, which means with that. And then the eva, which means to. So it means essentially coming together, like a coming together with that also. A coming together of the collective well-being. And the way that we translate it in English is just simply service, right? And so there's this part in the Bhagavad Gita where Arjuna asks questions, right? Essentially, I feel kind of bad for Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita because he's the representative of that part of our brain and our beingness that is really whiny. And so all of his questions, he's like, well, why do I have to do that, you know? So he comes off, he's like supposed to be the warrior, but then he's like the emo warrior. He's like, but why, man? <laughs> um, so he says, this is Arjuna at the very beginning of section three, and he says, Oh Krishna, you have said that knowledge is greater than action. Why then do you ask me to wage this terrible war? Your advice seems inconsistent. Give me one path to follow to the supreme good. So essentially what Arjuna is saying, like, yeah, 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 I know. I know that feeling of love flowing through me so freely that I feel connected to my body and my practice and to everyone in the room. Why do I then have to do something in the world, right? That becomes the question. And Krishna goes on to say like, oh, no, 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 it's not just about that experience. It's about taking the meaning of that experience And then using that feeling of connection to then um, align that with your action in the world. You get it? And I was, this is a small example, but I think that real world um, examples help us to understand what this means. My friend, um, her mother died recently, which is a really, really huge thing for anyone in the world. Um, I think when you lose a parent, if anyone's lost a parent in here, you know What that feels like i haven't yet experienced it but i've watched people go through it um and she her mom owned some properties one in la and then another one in arizona and she was one of those moms who had lots of stuff do you guys know that mom (laughs) my mom's the opposite i'll come home and like my stuff quote unquote from my childhood will just suddenly be on my porch Mm -hmm. and i'll be like why has she kept this nancy drew collection for this long and why is it on my porch now? <laughs> She's like, just keeps giving stuff away. Um, but my friend has to go, had to go down this weekend to Arizona to clean out her mom's stuff and she did not wanna go, right? Like it's been, it was a really difficult um, process, the death process in and of itself and she doesn't, she did not wanna go and like go through her mom's stuff and um, it's painful right but like her values are like no even though my mom's gone I still care for her this is my responsibility I still care for her things and this is the work I'm doing for my family right and I think that sometimes um, in spiritual communities we get um, sort of on the tip of if it doesn't feel good it's not right for me but that's not the case acting in alignment with our integrity with that feeling of love that can roll through us Isn't always comfortable and we have to do things that are uncomfortable in order to engage um, with karma yoga in this life in order to be with that too, to be working toward the collective good and Witnessing that video with that that man this morning on CNN um, I was like, oh my gosh, you could tell Like he wanted to say it, but there was also this like friction and this discomfort, which I think led to the vulnerability and the emotion, you know, but he has a platform, right? And all of you here have some sort of platform in which to engage with your integrity and your values. Um, and it isn't always necessarily going to be comfortable and we're going to ask that question, Right. Where we're like, but I know that feeling of love. That's good enough, right? And Krishna's like, no, you also have to act from that place or else it loses meaning, right? Um, so I'm really glad you're here. And we're going to practice yoga. It's going to be really fun. We're going to do some an arm balance from upside down. I know. It's I know. <laughs> no big deal. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, but I'll teach you how to do it all, and then we'll do some back bends, and then we'll lay there and be like, Okay. (laughs) So bring your hands to your heart. Let your eyes blink, blink, close. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. Inhaling for the sound of home. Wait, don't do it yet. That was me. Hurry. Don't do it.